Hello, my friends. This is Kelly Raquel Brooks coming to you from the Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I'm excited you're here today for episode 10 in our series From Ordinary to Extraordinary. Our text today will be found in Acts chapter 16. We will be looking at the life of Lydia, a seller of purple. Lydia was a highly esteemed businesswoman. Paul, Silas, and some of the other disciples were traveling throughout the cities, delivering decrees for the people that they administered to. This message was ordained in Jerusalem by the apostles and the elders. We see in the writings very clearly how God closed doors for them to preach in certain cities. They were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. It was not that God did not want his message preached there, but the time was not right. The next place they attempted to go was an area east of the Ephesus area. It was a place called Mysia. The door was also closed there. They passed Mysia and stopped at Troas. In Troas, Paul is given a vision of the Lord. A man in the vision was from Macedonia. He asked Paul to come to Macedonia and help them. Paul knew then that the Lord was calling them to the town of Macedonia. They began to travel, leaving Troas. They landed in Philippi, which was a chief city of that part of Macedonia. On the Sabbath, they traveled outside of the city by a riverside. The riverside is where the Jews would meet to pray. The men sat down by the river with the women who had gathered there. There was a certain woman named Lydia. She was of the city of Thyatira. She was a seller of purple, a businesswoman. We are told Lydia worshiped God. Even though Lydia was a Gentile, she was hungry for the Lord. She listened so intently as Paul spoke. The Lord had opened her heart to receive his word. Lydia was baptized, not only her, but her whole household. She invited the men to come into her home and stay there. At first they did not go, but she continued to encourage them to stay. They were gathering together to pray when a girl possessed with a spirit of divination met them. She made the men of the city a lot of money by soothsaying. She began to follow Paul. She was crying, these men are servants of the Most High God, which shows unto us the way of salvation. This continued for many days. Finally, Paul turned around and commanded in the name of Jesus for the spirit to leave her. This angered the men of the city. They caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers. The men knew that they would lose money this way. They told the magistrates that the men were Jews and they were causing trouble in their city. They accused them of teaching customs which were not lawful for them to receive, neither to observe. The multitude rose up against them. They ordered Paul and Silas to be beaten. They were then thrown into prison and their feet were put into stocks. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. There was an earthquake. The foundations of the prison were shaken. The doors opened and their bands were loosed. It scared the jailer so bad that he pulled out a sword with the intentions of taking his life. Paul cried out with a loud voice for him to do himself no harm. They were all present. The jailer then gave his heart to the Lord that very night. The magistrates released them. The disciples then returned to Lydia's home. They were comforted there by the other brethren before they departed. 
There was a white piece of marble discovered in 1872 that had a text in Greek on it. It said, The city honored from among the purple dyers of outstanding citizen Antiochus, the son of Lycus, and native of Thyatira as a benefactor. This helps us understand that the profession of a seller of purple was held in high esteem. The only true purple colorfast dye known at that time was produced by the murex snail. To get this type of dye was very difficult, it was costly, and it was a time-consuming process. This was purchased by mostly very wealthy people. Lydia was probably very easily accepted and looked up to by the people. This could possibly have been an asset as to her helping lead other people to the Lord. She was willing to open her home to gather people to pray. Lydia was the first Gentile convert that we hear of on European soil. I think it is important to notice that the decrees set for the early churches were established in Jerusalem, the holy city. The decrees helped to keep them in one mind and one accord. They were very spread out. We see how God opens and closes doors to get us where we need to be so His work can be fulfilled. I love this. God will allow us to pursue the journey even though He closes doors to open them in another place. Did this ever cross your mind as you were listening to the story? What if Paul and Silas had been allowed to stop in all the cities they wanted to along the journey? Would they have arrived by the river at the same very time that Lydia did? When the timing was right, God confirmed to Paul to move forward to Macedonia. God's word is very clear. He spoke to Paul in a vision. Paul and Silas had to suffer pain and persecution to accomplish God's purpose. They never ceased to stop praying and praising in the midst of the battle. Just because we are kingdom-minded does not mean the road will always be smooth. There will be many twists and turns that we do not always expect. God will close and open doors. He will speak to us in ways that may shock us at times. When we obey and listen, souls will be touched and won to the Lord. There is no greater reward than seeing the effects of fulfilling the Great Commission. Are you like Lydia? She worshipped God but had never made the move to invite Christ into her heart. God heard her worship and praise. He sent Paul to explain salvation to her. Listen to what he is saying to you today. Accept Jesus into your heart. Let him cleanse you from sin and free you to worship him in spirit and in truth. Lydia found salvation. The unity of fellow believers took on a whole new meaning. Before we close, I would like to share a story with you that has made such an impact on my life. I'm a chaplain for a disaster response team. I had requested to go to Texas when the floods had covered much of the state. As I was waiting to find out if I would get to go, I had a dream. I dreamed that a hurricane would come right up the center of Florida, beginning in Key West. I knew I was supposed to go to Key West when the storm hit rather than Texas. When I saw on the news that a hurricane was headed for Key West, I immediately called the training center and let them know I felt I had to go on this deployment. They allowed me to go as soon as our chaplains could get into the area. As I made the 14-hour trip alone in my car, I prayed that God would reveal to me why He had sent me there. As I got closer, I felt the Lord telling me there was a nursing home I must visit. When I arrived and was assigned to my chaplain partner, I asked her if she would mind if we searched for an open nursing home. 
We got further into the week, and everyone that we had asked had said that all of the nursing homes had closed before the storm hit. We finally heard of one that was open. We found it, and as we entered into the door, I noticed a 93-year-old woman sitting in the corner in her wheelchair. She was crying and trying to get me to come to her. As I approached her, she took my hand, and she said, You are her. I asked her who, and she said the angel that holds my hand every night and sings to me. She said she had been waiting. She knew that I would come. As I began to talk to her, I realized the sweet lady had never accepted Christ into her heart. God allowed me to lead that sweet lady that day to the Lord. I gave her a Billy Graham Bible. She asked me if I would write the story inside of the Bible because she felt that her daughter would never believe it. The next morning, our chaplain coordinator held a devotion. It was the story of Paul being blinded on the road to Damascus. When Paul arrived in Damascus, he was met by a man named Ananias that had a vision from the Lord he would come. I could not contain my excitement. God confirmed to me that he had truly given me the dream and that sweet lady had had a vision that I would come. Never underestimate the power of our Most High God. Thank you for tuning in today for another episode of From Ordinary to Extraordinary. We hope to see you back next week. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like and subscribe and share with your friends. We would also love to hear from you at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. And as always, our prayer is that the Lord will lead us into the highways and byways and compel His children to come into the joy of the Lord. Thank you and God bless.